What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Friday, June 11th. I'm Akila Hughes. And I'm Gideon Resnick, and this is What a Day, the podcast that's also a hotly anticipated single by Lord. Yeah, she didn't release anything for four years, and when she did, it was a news podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, heads up, should have told you earlier, we are Lord. Yeah, I hope you missed us. On today's show, an overview of the historic mega drought in America's West and Southwest and how it speaks to climate catastrophe. Plus, we'll have headlines. But first, the latest, and it's a doozy. So tomorrow, four states will be pulling out of the federal government's pandemic-related unemployment benefits program early. That program gave recipients $300 a week on top of what was available in each state. Those states are Alaska, Iowa, Mississippi, and Missouri. And they join a bunch of other Republican-led states in taking away that important income in a time when a lot of jobs are still not available and high-paying jobs are even less available. The American Rescue Plan that passed in March was supposed to be available to those who needed it until at least Labor Day of this year. But because of the unemployment benefits ending early, upwards of 4 million jobless Americans are going to be left holding the bag this summer. Ugh, just wait it out. It's just a few more yeah. months. So uh, right. to that point, why would Republicans want to force potential voters, the people who live in their states, into low-paying jobs and likely further into poverty when the federal government is literally trying to hand them a win here? I mean, to answer that, we have to reframe the question. So why would Republican governors want to gift rich CEOs an entire class of underpaid workers? Because these companies cannot attract anyone with their starvation wages. They're saying, OK, well, let's give them no other option. And the thing is, there is another option to get people to go back to work. So The Washington Post had a great article about several businesses who found the workers they needed by paying $15 per hour or more to staff up. In some cases, that's more than double what they first offered. Yeah. And where are the places that we're talking about here? So in Pittsburgh, there's this place called Clavon's Ice Cream Parlor. They told the Post that they had absolutely no one apply for a scooper job for three months when it was posted at seven twenty-five an hour, which is just about how much I was making scooping ice cream in 2005. But when the owner <laughs> wow. finally upped the starting wage to $15, he said more than 1,000 applications flooded in the next week. Then a restaurant group in North Carolina said 10 people in one week applied for jobs when it upped the wage to almost $24 an hour compared to just 15 applications the previous four months. So those businesses are right. People don't want to look for jobs that will have them working bad hours, being mistreated in a pandemic and still needing a second job to survive. Yeah, it seems pretty straightforward when you put it like that. And then in regards to companies who have ponied up to pay workers in the neighborhood of what they deserve, what have been some of the other strategies to get people to submit applications? So beyond just paying more hourly, lots of companies have signing bonuses. A Walmart in Kentucky was offering a $1,000 signing bonus if you continue to work there for an entire month. But really, this entire situation just illustrates how stagnant wages continue to be in the U.S. and how expensive right. things like childcare, aftercare, et cetera, can be, and how leaving the house again really isn't going to be cheap for any of us. 
But one other wrinkle is that the states that have the lowest COVID vaccination rates are the majority of the states rushing to force people back to work without masks. So logic would dictate that people aren't lazy. They simply just don't want to risk their lives and the lives of their family members to continue to be poor so that the Waltons can get another boat. Yeah, they have plenty. Uh, And then there is the Congress aspect of all of this. Right. So our useless Congress hasn't moved on this wage issue at all. And in fact, this week, Senate GOP members blocked the Paycheck Fairness Act, which would have specifically targeted wage discrimination that affects women. So they hate us for real, y'all. But progressive rep Pramila Jayapal said, quote, I really believe if we don't get this work done across the board, not only will the president's legacy be in peril, but our majority will be in peril. So if you're depending on these increased unemployment benefits, we'll have a link in our show notes so that you can check and see if and when your state plans to end them prior to the set end date. We'll let you know if anything good comes out of this. But let's turn now to a story about something else America is lacking, water. Extraordinary drought across the West, the worst we have ever seen. And so we are setting ourselves up for, unfortunately, probably a catastrophic fire season. You can see how just how dry it is across the West. That was CBS News meteorologist Jeff Berardelli summing up the terrifying reality for a big swath of the country. It is yet another example of climate change dramatically impacting our lives right now, not far off in the future. So Gideon, take us through what else we know. Yeah, it is pretty catastrophic, honestly, and kind of weirdly being underplayed uh, in some cases. As of yesterday, four entire states are under drought conditions. That's Oregon, California, Utah, and Nevada. Overall, something like 88% of the entire Western U.S. is facing drought conditions, many of which are the most extreme part of the scale that exists for these things. And this is creating an extreme wildfire risk and impacting water supply to the point that, as NPR put it, the past can't even be used as a metric for how to manage water systems in the future. Uh, Well, there are a lot of data points out there showing how dire it is right now, and we're still only in the early part of the summer. That's right. So, for example, if you look at the Colorado River system, it brings water to something like 40 million people. But Lake Mead on the Colorado River is the largest reservoir in the country, and it has the lowest reported water levels in history at the moment. Mm. That is just crazy. Then in California, most of the state's mountain snow melted away late last month. And without something to keep the soil moist, then it's one less thing to stop bigger fire growth if and when that happens. The state's governor, Gavin Newsom, also declared a drought emergency in 41 of the state's 58 counties. But Akilah, for one more way to illustrate how dry it's gotten, this is truly insane. There is quite literally a plan to suck up a bunch of salmon in California and put them in trucks and take them to the San Francisco Bay as a way to help them survive severe drought. So they're putting fish on a road trip. All right. Well, is it at least supposed to cool off anytime soon? I... Honestly, apologize for being the real bearer of bad news today, but no. Uh, In fact, the opposite. There is a forecast right now that certain places in the Southwest are going to hit a balmy 120 degrees next week. Specifically, Phoenix could hit 115 at the start of next week, which would be tying a record in the city. And all of this is likely going to just exacerbate the record droughts and make the potential for an extreme fire season higher. That's what scientists are saying for now. And I think it's safe to say uh, we are unfortunately going to see a lot of records in our lifetime and not the good kind. Man, millennials really, we really got it. We really mm-hmm. got in here right on time. Well, got with climate bad. change affecting how much water once flowed through these areas, what plans are there to upgrade America's infrastructure so that there are better ways to store and use the water that we actually do have? Yeah, I mean, it is maybe the important issue for Biden's infrastructure bill. And one reason why Democrats keep pressuring the White House to commit to the climate standards they discussed, as we mentioned yesterday. 
But there's also a new development on that. So the Washington Post reported that Al Gore personally called mm. President Biden last month to insist that these climate initiatives be included in any deal that is reached. There is about $1 trillion in the package for things like electric vehicles, clean energy tax credits, a green jobs program, and more. But there is pretty significant concern that scaling back to get bipartisan support would just kill all of that uh, in a time when it's desperately needed. And Biden is also going to face pressure and have to apply it himself on the international front. He's poised to be discussing global efforts on climate change at a G7 meeting with world leaders in Europe through next week. Because what's happening in America's West is really just one example of how bad it is around the world. On Monday, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration said that the amount of CO2 in Earth's atmosphere was at its highest level in literally more than 4 million years, which I can only laugh at because... It's patently uh, absurd. Uh, (laughs) So needless to say, it's all very head spinning and truly, truly nothing could be more important. But that is the latest for now. Yeah. And while the planet is still here, coming up, we'll have a special (laughs) guest for headlines, comedian Maz Jabrani. He joins us after some ads. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, Books promo code WAD. What a day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. 
That's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash wad. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. Today we have a very special guest, comedian and actor Maz Jabrani. Welcome to WAD. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. All righty. Well, let's get into some headlines. Gideon, take it away. We are excited to have you, Maz. <laughs> Robbing us of the stability we all need so badly right now, National Geographic just said there's a new ocean, which oh, occupies the space around Antarctica. This announcement might seem like a tactic to show everyone who's boss in the fast-moving world of maps, but the so-called Southern Ocean was first recognized over 20 years ago. There's just been disagreement over whether it was really separate from the four original oceans that had the crazy idea to get together and form a planet. We've all been there. Uh, this week, Nat Geo said, enough is enough. The Southern Ocean has its own ecology and current, and it deserves our respect. This announcement brings the total number of oceans to five. We probably won't get another update like this until National Geographic says there's just one ocean, it's boiling hot, and all of us are swimming in it. Yeah, you're not wrong. (laughs) It's sad to say. I think the problem with with this stuff, whenever it's like whenever scientists discover something new, like a new planet, or they they go, oh, it wasn't a planet. Yeah. Oh, there's a new ocean. This just adds... (laughs) To the cuckoo out there who's going to say, see, scientists are making it up as they go. So don't get your vaccine because you're going to get metal stuck to you (laughs) because of this ocean. It's true. Yeah, Be careful yeah. what you're saying now, linking these ideas. They might, they might, the gears yeah. might start turning. You know, it's honestly, it's more clear than the people at the town hall talking about the keys stuck to their forehead. <laughs> at this point, I think the ocean thing might really be a conspiracy that could take off. By the way, if there's going to be a new ocean, they should name it Billy Ocean. Just the- Oh, love that. Frank, mm-hmm, Frank mm-hmm. is right the there. <laughs> That's possible too, Frank. yeah. Also, on the subject of oceans, we're seeing the destructive power of one of the most terrifying sea creatures, the green mermaid who invented Starbucks. Yes, the coffee chain and public bathroom corporation announced that its U.S. stores are dealing with massive supply shortages. What an American problem. Caffeine deprived customers have been storming social media with complaints, not realizing that many of their favorite Starbucks drinks can be recreated just by dumping a can of Swiss Miss into a mug of hot, (laughs) wet Jolly Ranchers. Starbucks (laughs) confirmed that oat milk is affected and hasn't given other specifics, but an internal memo revealed that 25 products are on temporary hold, including hazelnut syrup, Toffee mm. nut syrup and mm. caramel drizzle. Oh. Mm. oh, this is what happens when you know you, the Democrats win. I'm telling you, <laughs> take away your coffee, taking away your coffee. Joe Biden's America, you just gotta drink it black like everyone else on earth. Well, my, my condolences to the Starbucks contingent, but. There is an update on the unrealistic standards we put on dictators' bodies. So North Korea's <laughs> Kim Jong-un has apparently lost weight based on recent public mm. appearances where his clothes seem to fit looser. And it's not just that Kim changed his style after Gen Z decided skinny jeans were bad. There are real <laughs> physical changes following Kim's nearly one-month-long absence from the public eye. And given how tightly controlled information is out of North Korea, intelligence agencies are reading into those changes to predict what Slim Jong-un could mean for the world. <laughs> If Kim is losing weight due to illness, it could mean a shakeup in leadership and volatility might be around the corner. Anyway, this story is kind of bittersweet to me because the intelligence community has been silent about my fitness journey, even though they watch every single one of my Instagram stories. So what's what's the deal? 
Yeah. That's frankly rude. I mean, these NSA handlers, we could get one compliment every now and again. You know, I'm way hurt. hotter than Kim Jong Un. <laughs> Even now. <laughs> so much easier when he's not fit because you go, unfit. He's unfit. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. How are we going to do? Well, listen. The same bold thinker who once said he got COVID from wearing masks too much, Texas uh-huh. Representative Louis Gohmert, is using his own brand of down-home science to reverse climate change. Here he is talking through his plan at a congressional hearing on Tuesday. I was uh, uh, informed by the immediate past director of NASA that they have found that the moon's orbit is changing slightly, and so is the Earth's orbit around the sun. Uh, we know there's been uh, significant solar flare activity. Um, and so is there anything that the National Forest Service or BLM can do to uh, change the course of the moon's orbit or the Earth's orbit around the sun? Obviously, that would have profound effects on our climate. I think he might have watched that Superman. I don't know if it was one or two when Lois Lane, I think, dies and the Superman goes into space and he goes really fast and the Earth starts going backwards. <laughs> yep, yep. He's describing that plot. He had the Wikipedia page in front of him. Yeah, and he's like, so then maybe someone could fly up there and go backwards in time to stop climate change. Oh, damn it. By the way, how do these people get elected? I, I really... <laughs> Saying stuff like this, I think. Yeah, it's uh, like super popular to be a moron these days. So to recap, Gomert wants the Forest Service and Bureau of Land Management, whose responsibilities include yelling at teenagers for swimming in hot springs, <laughs> to hit reroute on the moon. Mm-hmm. What Congressman Louis Neutron is really doing here is actually an attempt at conservative comedy. He's implying that any attempt to solve climate change is stupid because the real cause of climate change is planets moving differently, which, to be clear, no one at NASA believes. Yeah, no one. Nope. Anyway, we're laughing. <laughs> exactly. I am. Uh, I am ashamed. Uh, I cannot believe this is what it's come to. But I guess, you know, 2021. Let's get stupid. Well, beautiful time. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us for this iteration of Headlines. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, people should check me out on my podcast, Back to School with Maz Jobrani, and I'm on tour. So check me out on tour. It's all at mazjobrani.com and all the social media is at mazjobrani. I've basically monopolized Maz Jobrani. Yes, you have that SEO unlock. No one else. Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't even the websites. Don't even worry about it. Nope. Too late. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys for having me. It was fun. And those are the headlines. That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, enjoy some hot, wet Jolly Ranchers, and tell oh your friends God. to listen. And if you're into reading and not just products that are still available in Starbucks menus like me, <laughs> what a day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Gideon Resnick. And, and welcome, welcome to Earth, Earth New, New Ocean. Ocean. Congratulations. Welcome. Sorry about all the pandemic and stuff. Yeah, we wish it were nicer and more hospitable in a lot of ways. We apologize. 
What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tun and Jazzy Marine are our associate producers. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producers are Leo Duran, Akila Hughes, and me. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made In Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made In. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made In Cookware. Shop chef-quality pots and pans at madeincookware.com. I'm Oren Siegel, and I've been fighting extremism, anti-Semitism, and hate for more than 20 years. You should subscribe to our podcast, Extremely, to get a unique perspective on the daily work and the people who have dedicated their lives to exposing, fighting, and disrupting extremism, anti-Semitism, and all forms of hate. We bring you the stories of people and communities not only impacted by hate, but who offer new perspectives and ways to push back. You can find Extremely wherever you listen to podcasts.